I guess I'm one of the adults here. Uh, That was a a nice introduction. I was out in Washington, D.C. earlier this week, and they introduced me as the computer billionaire who's not running for president. (laughs) One thing I'm curious about is, uh, just to get a, a quick show of hands, how many of the students here had an opportunity to work with a computer during your uh, high school career? Very high percentage. That's great. I thought I'd share a a little bit about my experiences and and the things that I'm enthused about. Uh, To me, the the whole idea here is to build a tool that can uh, tap into people's uh, incredible abilities. And we're just at the, the very beginning of that. I got started when I was about 13, and I saw a computer. Uh, Nobody could figure it out. The teachers couldn't make it do anything, and my friends challenged me, so we we sat down, and we were intrigued. It was like a puzzle. Uh, We wanted to solve it, and we started spending day and night. um, For a couple years there, I guess you could say we were addicted uh, to the thing. I spent uh, a lot of my intelligence during those early years figuring out how I could skip classes uh, so I could get down and, and play around with this thing. And actually, my whole reason for eventually becoming a good student was that I wanted to get uh, good enough treatment so they'd let me go back and, and play around. Well, I did get over the addiction, uh, but not over the, over the vision of what uh, that could eventually become. Uh, not sure exactly why I gave it up for a few years. Maybe it was uh, trying to go out with girls or something normal, I think. Um, But the miracle uh, that was allowing uh, those machines to get smaller and faster was was moving ever forward, the idea of a a computer on a chip. And I was so excited about that because it's the idea of a tool. Um, When you think of how is man distinguished from any other animal, what is it that we do? Uh, In many ways, we're, we're not so different. But the fact is, we are the tool builder. And so we're the fastest. We have the bicycle. We can uh, ride around. But even more important are the tools uh, that we built to leverage our minds, uh, whether it's the pen and pencil or uh, other media. And, and increasingly, these intelligent devices will play a, an incredible role there. And so I knew I wanted to be part of that. I was, I was always very, very excited about it. I pursued my educational career, went back to Harvard University, uh, and was just waiting for the opportunity to get, to get into this and start my own company. In fact, I was kind of surprised when I got the invitation to come to this event. Uh, it said that they were going to get a, a lot of nice, uh, clean-cut students, uh, take them to Las Vegas, it's kind of an unusual place, uh, and have a, a dropout like me get up and uh, explain uh, that I never did, did finish school, uh, although I, I, I enjoyed it a great deal. Uh, the time came when I thought uh, by jumping in and, and being the first, uh, that was uh, the right thing to do. So I moved to a city I couldn't even spell the name of, uh, Albuquerque, and uh, got a nice place. Uh, and uh, it was a little strange to start a company at, at that uh, young of an age. I mean, I, when I'd go visit customers, I, had, I told them, I can't run a car, you have to come pick me up. Uh, they'd... Uh, try to have meetings in bars, and I'd say, well, I'll wait outside. Uh, they talk about that. Uh, it really is an incredible thing. Uh, as part of this, we've sold our products throughout the world and traveled around, spent a lot of time in Japan, a lot of time in Europe, 
And I have to say that uh, despite all the wonderful things I've seen out there, uh, you really come back to feeling like the U.S. is, is not only a great place, but a very unique place. Uh, it's certainly the only place that uh, somebody at a young age could start a business the way that, that I was able to. Uh, it's the only place where we have volunteerism and, and charitable giving anywhere near uh, at, at the incredible level that, that we have. There's nothing uh, that matches that. Uh, certainly our educational system, although it, it represents some of what's the best and, and I'd have to admit some of what's the worst, it is, uh, it is turning out uh, people like yourselves and uh, something to be very proud of. In listening to these speeches, uh, one of the things I've uh, been reminded of, of how great it is to work in an area where you have a product, something you create, uh, whether it's a, a play or a cartoon or even a, a piece of software, that you get it out there and you can see, you know, you put a couple years into it, it's very intense, you get to be close friends with everybody involved, and you get it out into the marketplace and you see, do, do people like it or not? And it's so much fun if, if it succeeds, and if not, you kind of go back and try again. Of course, as soon as it's out there, you realize, oh, it's not quite perfect. Uh, like if any of you use uh, MS-DOS, I apologize for all of its limitations. Uh, we do have better versions coming along, and, and uh, I'm very excited about what those will mean. The opportunity here uh, in the, the rest of this decade to improve these tools uh, is really quite something. And you know, it's not worth talking about how we're going to do it. We're going to make them understand speech and handwriting, and they'll communicate in a wireless way and, and show pictures. That's all great. Uh, that's, that's the technology. Uh, but it's the way it'll be used, um, allowing people to work uh, at home if they want to, allowing them to uh, discover new things, scientists to explore knowledge in a more efficient way, uh, letting young people try out ideas, um, avoiding people having to go to meetings. Uh, you're not out there in, in business yet. You don't know how bad that is, uh, but that'll be a, a huge benefit. And perhaps more importantly, how uh, these tools will be used in education. Uh, I bring a, a real sense of optimism to this whole thing. I really believe that uh, not only are we going to have these fantastic tools, but they're going to unleash a level of uh, creativity and intellect that we haven't seen before, and that with people like yourselves, we'll be able to make the right choices of how to use those tools. Thank you. Um, my name's Aaron Campbell, and I'm from Fairfield, California. And I was wondering, when you were going through this, and you decided to leave school and start your own company and so on. What did your parents think? Now, that was a real problem, I'm afraid. Uh, they had been very supportive, whether it was, you know, reading to me as a kid or talking to me about the, the things they were going through as adults, so I had a sense of you know, business sort of works in a certain way. My, you know, my dad's a lawyer, and I was always fascinated with that. Uh, but when it came time to, to start the company, they thought it was a mistake. Um, and I said to him, well, when you leave Harvard, it's not like they lock the door behind you. You know, I can go out there and make a big mess and, and come back. Uh, and once they knew that hey, they weren't going to change my mind, uh, they were, were quite supportive. Uh, you know, my mom still likes to joke around about my being a dropout and everything. But overall, they, uh, they were turned around and ended up being very helpful. Thank you. Hi, my name is Jason Lindsay, and I'm from Niceville, Florida. Um, I had a question that I've gotten several different answers on, and I, I guess no one's probably more qualified than you to answer it, so maybe I can get the right answer sooner or later. <laughs> but um, 
All the rumors about trying to incorporate the MS-DOS operating system with the Apple Macintosh system and things like that, um, the bilateral kinds of uh, new wave computers and all the things, what's the rumor and what's the real thing and what's, what's really can we expect the next couple of years as, as far as a, you know, a bilateral thing like that? Okay. Well, they're out in the market today, there's two types of computers there's, um, that are, are used primarily. There's Apple's Macintosh, and then there's the run, ones that run Microsoft software, sometimes called IBM PC compatibles. And they can't run the same software. There's a lot of ways you can move data back and forth and tie them into networks. Uh, those two are going to continue to be separate. Uh, we support both of them, do uh, the best software we can for both machines, and, and they'll both move forward to get things like the handwriting and the speech and the very low cost and small size. But there's no hope of those two coming together. There's uh, uh, going to be two standards, and, and I think that's actually quite good for uh, innovation.